Hello and welcome back to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How you doing, Trey? Man, it it's so funny to me that we did like a meta episode, was it two weeks ago now? And we talked about being rusty. Yeah. Despite having been in a continuous schedule. I a lot of people probably don't know this because I wasn't I didn't really put this anywhere, but I uh, came down with the flu, and so we haven't recorded in a week, and man, I feel it now. <laughs> I know, I know. And this week was was weird for me as well. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, just from, you know, President's Day, the Monday off, a day off of school for ICE, and like, it's like two-day school week, okay? <laughs> Three-day school week. <laughs> I'm going to make this yeah. permanent. <laughs> this is my new work week. I'm going to show up for two days only. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting time for sure. And, and you know, even outside of our own personal things we've been dealing with, uh, I think it is important to note that we are well aware of the major world events that are happening right now between mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, and... I think it's a bit of an understatement to say that is that is something that is definitely being felt right now. So it's just been a heavy week all around. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, on, the only thing I was going to just thinking of, you know, experiencing um, war um, and just again, not that I'm a part of it, but it is it is heavy. Mm-hmm. It's obviously that is not the subject of our show. Uh, but there's something that feels disingenuous, uh, at least not acknowledging it. Um, but of course, you know, we'll be here to hopefully provide a little bit of reprieve and some sort of, uh, you know, Marvel goodness and in, into your week. So mm-hmm. with that being said, if you downloaded this episode, then, you know, we're going to be discussing our reactions to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. And again, I mentioned earlier I I caught the flu the week of the Super Bowl, so uh, just a little quick anecdote. I was just down and out for the count. Like I have never felt a sickness like that. The one bit of energy I could muster was when that trailer came out. I sat up to watch it, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then immediately went back down to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we're kind of a little bit late on the reactions because uh, I couldn't actually record when it came out. But uh, we wanted to get it on the record here for sure. No, no, I was at a Super Bowl party, and you sent me the text of the link, and I like caught a glimpse of it on the television, and I ran to the other room and watched it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> What I love about that, for me, the genesis of this podcast, like the the IRL moment this podcast started was at a family gathering. And I can't remember what it was, but you and I stepped aside into a different room away from everybody and just started talking about Marvel. <laughs> so I, I love I love that idea of you being at a yeah. party and just stepping away into a different room to watch a trailer. <laughs> hey. It's it's for the pod. I got to do it. <laughs> well, uh, important. A couple of things I want to note before we actually jump into the episode. We are going to bring back the spoiler zone uh, because I don't think we can get through this discussion without referencing Spider-Man No Way Home, um, which leads me to my next point. Uh, again, still no spoilers yet, but for those who have, you know, certain words blocked or may not be in the know, uh, we wanted to let people know that you will be able to 
view Spider-Man No Way Home digitally on March 22nd and also buy the physical copy on April 12th. Now, what this means for the podcast is our general spoiler policy is people have a week after it is available on video on demand to watch it before it becomes free reign for us to discuss on the podcast. Um, So that will be March 29th for us. Um, With that being said, though, there is going to be some Spider-Man No Way Home discussions in this episode, just given the nature of the subject. Uh, But after this episode, we will put Spider-Man back in the exemption list. Yeah. All right. Like we said, you're going to hear an audio cue. And on the other side, it'll be fair game for all spoilers in the MCU. And we'll see you on the other side. And we're back. So again, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, this is the the one we're going to be discussing is the one that was teased during the Super Bowl that happened mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, uh, and we'll for sure link it in the show notes. And of course, if you've seen No Way Home and stayed for the end credits, you've seen a trailer as well. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have two now. We have that one, which I think is called The Teaser, mm-hmm. and this one is our first full trailer, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say, scrolling through face, uh, Facebook, no, scrolling through YouTube, I saw a link that said Doctor Strange TV spot. I don't know if that was a new TV spot or something else that was attached to like the Super Bowl or, you know, but I think that I think, I think it was just this in the, in the, in the one after the movie. Yeah. So just for a little bit of context, because Super Bowl spots are so expensive, the new strategy that movies have now is that they'll like play a 30 second TV spot and it'll just be like real quick clips and it'll be like, watch the full trailer on our YouTube channel. So technically there were two and I'm not, I never really got to confirm it uh, because whenever we had the discussion in our discord, some people were saying they saw things that other people didn't see in the full trailer. So I'm not a hundred percent sure there's different footage, but at this point, I'm I'm after this trailer, like I think will probably be the last trailer I see. Uh, yeah. So the TV oh, yeah. spots I've been trying to avoid. TV spots are not made for us. Yeah. They are made for the casual fan. Yeah. They're, that's the last ditch effort to get people to buy a ticket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With all that being said, uh, Jude, thrown to you first. What did you think of that trailer? Wong's going to die. Whoa. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Wong's going to die, dude. Ah. Uh. I, I we, hope not. We watched the trailer. We watched the trailer just now, one last time, both of us. And there's right at the end, and Wong is looking up and he yells, Strange! Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's our Wong, but a Wong will die. Counterpoint. Okay. And again, we're, we have Spider Man spoilers, so that I can say this. The trailers for Spider Man No Way Home emphasized MJ falling, and we know that wasn't the case. She didn't die. Okay. Okay. Uh, Captain America Civil War, the whole, like, they really hinged the trailers around Rhodey falling, didn't die. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Yeah. And I, and this isn't me trying to just outright re- refute you. This is me trying to hope you're not right. Because <laughs> I don't want Wong to die. It, it feels like whenever Marvel emphasizes a character in peril, that actually turns out not to be the case. So that's what I'm going to, that's where I'm going to stake my yeah. flag and, well, and hold out hope. I'll, I mean, I push back on myself a little bit and say the the building up of Wong lately and Shang-Chi, you know, his small bit, but it was there, Sorcerer Supreme and No Way Home. I don't think they're going to kill him. Like, like, I just, it just doesn't seem like Marvel's MO, but 
I saw that and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're losing Wonk. And and I think you set out a, a pretty good caveat as well of a Wong might die because it is a litany of multiple characters of the same character in that trailer, which I guess is, you know, living up to the multiverse of madness title. Oh my gosh. Like, like if we just started recounting the rumors of characters that are supposed to show up in this, aside from the trailer, it's crazy to think what this is going to be. Shoot. Based on the rumors, we might even show up in the, 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 the right? movie. <laughs> right. You're going to have that scene like in the first Doctor Strange where Wong's listening, but it's not going to be Beyonce. It's going to be MC. You need to know. Hey, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, I think you're also touching on on something important of the way Wong has been used lately. Because he showed up in Shang-Chi. Uh, he showed up in Spider-Man No Way Home. And one of the major revelations in Spider-Man No Way Home was that Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching Doctor Strange a lot recently. And, and one of the things that stood out to me is how much Wong has grown from that first iteration to where he is now in such a short time frame. Really, all the the Doctor Strange characters have grown with so few entries in the MCU. Oh, yeah. But they have put a lot of responsibility on Wong, and it feels like it's a good dramatic tool that we find Wong at the position that Strange was, but because of a technicality is not with the blip and it would make the consequences of Strange's actions that much heavier if we're going to see how it affects Wong because now he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is like, can he just hand over support Sorcerer Supreme Sorcerer? <laughs> what? Can he just hand <laughs> over the title back to, to Strange or like does he have to, you know, death passes it on? I want to say something else that, that, that I noticed in this Watching the trailer this time, that the what if episodes messed my head up. It just it dawned on me is like, wait a minute, Christine Palmer's not dead. Oh, so you, you, the, the the what if canon was still right. Lingering so like for so you. like I'm yeah like I'm watching the the thing and I was like, okay, so we're definitely pulling from what if because you see her in the wedding dress and and stuff, and then I'm like, oh no, no, wait a minute, she only died in the what if episodes, not the movies, right? And like so. That that was something else that 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 I noticed. I I kind of forgot about the first movie. You know what? I'm going to jump in here with one of the things that stood out to me about this trailer, and something that I've been kind of concerned would not be the case. Um, I'm very glad to see continuations of the first Doctor Strange movie into this one. Um, you know, I've talked about it before. Doctor Strange is in my top five favorite movies in the MCU. Uh, We've even talked about it before of how they have the cliffhanger of Mordo visiting uh, Pangborn and taking back his magic because of the the bill comes due. And it felt like there, was, there wasn't going to be any room for him in Multiverse of Madness, just given what we knew the subject matter was going to be. But this trailer, I think, has really alleviated the fears, at least my fears, I should speak for me. And in hindsight, it almost feels like, well, duh, like if Strange mm-hmm. has been really messing with the multiverse, who better to represent the 
the seriousness of that repercussions than Mordo. It's already been established that he's of this belief that you should not do this. There's too many sorcerers and that you shouldn't break the natural law. He's going to be one of the perfect antagonists for this movie. So I'm, I'm glad to see him carry those threads over into this from the first movie into this one. And what I bounced off of what you were saying with Christine Palmer as well. Uh, again, like I said, I, I just recently rewatched Doctor Strange and it is almost criminal how underused uh, Rachel McAdams is in that movie. So I'm really hoping she'll have more to delve into here. Um, and based off the clips we see where it looks like she's actually joining them on the adventure this time, I think uh, there'll be a step up in her usage of this in this movie. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Well, and let's see, the writer of this movie uh, did Loki. Michael Waldron? Yeah. 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 So like, I, I think that a, a that connection is going to help, um, but B, I mean, he's feelings on wherever you're at on Loki. He was well written, yes, you know, and he he treated all the characters really well, and so I think he's going to do exactly what you're looking for uh, with this with um, Christine Palmer. Yeah, knowing Michael Waldron penned both Loki and Multiverse of Madness has me incredibly ecstatic because I talked about it. He is of the team that worked on Rick and Morty mm -hmm. in, in association with Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon's one of my favorite writers, part of it because of his almost rigid-like devotion to the story circle. And I think that has found its way into Loki. At least I've felt that way in the way that it completed stories on a per episode basis while continuing an overall arc. And I'm very curious to see how that will play out in a movie where it's not necessarily having to do like a TV show of multiple arcs, but a one continuous story circle. Um, so this this movie really is primed to just get me really excited. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what? I'm glad. I'm really glad you like his work. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the next thing he's working on is an untitled uh, Star Wars project. Ooh. You might return to the the true fandom the original fandom <laughs> <laughs> oh man waldron's gonna bring you back well okay so there's two things and, that's and it's and it's and it's kegan <laughs> kegan oh my gosh it's kevin feige's project too <laughs> oh man okay so just for <laughs> some context what people may not know i swore off star wars after book of boba fett and you no, and no, i no, have no, been no, arguing no 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 start that over during book of boba fett go ahead technically after book of boba fett because even book of boba fett gave up on itself <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> oh, that's so funny okay <laughs> so i don't know if you think that's fine if that's too much of a spoiler oh, no, not at all. if you not know if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have sworn off Star Wars. I have come to the realization it is not for me anymore. And I, I see what you're doing of connecting Michael Waldron and Kevin Feige back to Star Wars. What I was going to also say, the second part of that, and this is definitely uh, kind of cutting my own self down. Every other Star Wars show is the one to bring me back. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker pushed me away. Mandalorian brought me back. Book of Boba Fett pushed me away. It's only natural the next thing's going to bring me back. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. 
we're we're going all over the place here, and that's fine. Um, well, it's, it is in the multiverse of madness. Yeah, I mean, this trailer's all over the place. Okay, so one of the things, and not in a good way, when I say all over the place, because there's so much packed into here. One of the things that really stood out to me, you know, the the scene where he does a little buzzsaw thing to cut the the bus thrown at him. Yeah. From okay, from the little. It felt like I was watching the scene from Infinity War again. Yes. Just not with Ebony Maw. You know, I mean, it's just like the even the camera angles, the fleeing. It felt like the exact same scene, and I'm wondering how much of that is intentional if that is we're seeing a different universe you know what i mean um mm-hmm. i don't know like it, it it just seems way too familiar the thing that i want to say is if i'm not mistaken i believe scott derrickson the original director for doctor strange has put out on i think on twitter that he's very proud of how the visual look of that original movie has influenced the MCU continuing from that moment. Like it was obviously very inspired in Infinity War. Uh, it seems to be continuing the, that visual language here, Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, I don't want to call it a trope, but if we have another movie where this happens, it might be a trope at that point. But based off Doctor Strange, Infinity War, What If, and now this. It seems like trouble happens the moment Strange steps out of the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York. <laughs> so that's <sighs> like, I feel that feeling too. Like it carried over into what if of yeah. that, that just dread of like stepping out. And then there's this huge terror that is unexplainable, even almost in comparison to the regular alien stuff that happens in the Avengers world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th- that feeling is there for me. Definitely. That's the key. House to rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Strange, you are going to be on house arrest. Take notes from Scott Lang. You are no longer allowed to leave the well, Sanctum Sanctorum. That's going to be the, that's going to be the third one. That's going to finish off his trilogy. It's going to be his version of the Sokovia Accords. Dr. Strange, house <laughs> arrest. <laughs> oh man. Dr. Strange is the madness of Scott Lang. They just live together. <laughs> That's the interaction I need to see. Hey, and it it could be possible because, I mean, the quantum realm is just another dimension. I wonder if we'll ever see that Scott Lang, Doctor Strange team up. Mm-hmm. You know what? That would be a fun, a fun watch together. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, it wouldn't be out of line, you know, to, like you said, the quantum mania to have him show up. Yeah. As much as we are seeing an intersection of... The multiverse with, like, I mean, it's not that hard to make a connection, right? You got Loki with He Who Remains and, and controlling the multiverse there. It breaks. And then you have He Who Remains, well, I should say Kang being in Quantumania. You could see those paths intersecting at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Speaking of intersections, though, I think we got to address the elephant in the room with this trailer. Westview. I was going to go somewhere else, but I'm happy to talk no, about go Westview. Ahead. Where were you going <laughs> to? Oh, I, I, know, well, I know where you're going with it. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about Westview because it seems like the show itself is happy to talk about Westview too, but we'll get back to that. I think the biggest thing we, we can talk about, that was Charles Xavier, right? 
The X-Men are coming. The X-Men are here. <laughs> you know what? Okay. So now here's here's what I don't I don't know. Okay. And and this is the um, is this Ralph Boner or is this Norman Osborn? Toby Maguire. Yeah. Norman Osborn, Toby Maguire. But like, yeah, is this the X-Men, you know, the Professor X that we know from the Fox universe? Or is this a different Professor X, you know, or, or did they like cast, you know, Patrick Stewart, everybody, rumor is everybody expects Tom Cruise to be Iron Man. What if this Patrick Stewart's, you know, the, the old Tony Stark of a different universe? Oh no, that, that is devilishly evil and perfect at the same time. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like it is Patrick like, Stewart. I'm with you on that, but it, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, is it, what? is it the professor X that we know of? So just to, to be clear and kind of set the stage, everybody is running away with this idea that it is professor X. And this is the MCU introducing the Illuminati which is a organization within the comics of a certain set of characters. And I actually kind of know this because I started reading a, uh, a comic book story with them in it, but I never finished it. But it, it in the comics, it would comprise of people like Tony Stark, T'Challa, uh, uh, Mr. Reed, Dr. Reed. Yeah, um, Dr. Reed, Namor. Yeah, like it was just this collection of incredibly intelligent people uh, that would oversee situations like this. Uh, Black Bull. It would be... Yeah, it would be incredibly funny if it does turn out this is like a council of Starks that ascended to this position. And it feels like it would be <sighs> kind of in line because of the antagonistic relationship we saw with Strange and Stark. Can you imagine what that's got to be like? To that would be so be funny. St stuck in the chaos of your actions and the person overseeing you is freaking Tony Starks. <laughs> And that would be great. Like, imagine you have, let, let's just, uh, I'm going to run with that for a second. And let's just say it is Patrick Stewart <laughs> playing another version of Tony Stark. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know who else you have up there? Who? Robert Downey Jr., Tom Cruise, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> All different versions of Tony Stark. Um, that, that's strange as hell. That has I know, to right? Be. <laughs> oh man, I don't think that's going to be true. But if you turn out to be right, that will be the Babe Ruth calls of all Babe Ruth calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's interesting. so so like that. I'm curious about that, right? Uh, a friend of mine and I were looking at one of the pictures and trying to figure out. When when you see Doctor Strange walk in and right to the right, I think we texted back and forth with JB saying this is Doom. But then a friend of mine was like, no, that looks like Peggy Carter. Um, there's another shadowy figure there that I think it's Mordo walking up, but that doesn't mean it's the Mordo we know. It could be a different Mordo. Um, I want to say it looked like Killmonger was up there. It'd be neat wow. to see Michael B. Jordan up there. Um, mm -hmm. and I, and I'm not just speculating that one. Like it, it kind of looks like that. Um, and then again, Illuminati is this like, I don't know. Is this like a, is the Illumin, is this like another universe and Illumin and, and a group in like the Illuminati for that different universe? 
Or is this like the, the you know, are we going to see Jonathan Majors again? And you have the TVA, right? And, and one Kang started the TVA and another Kang started the Illuminati. And this is an outside the universe's things and it's a counter TVA organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it, it's... And that's and that's what's interesting here is is and where I feel like I I really need to rein myself in to go see this movie um, because I reining in as far as like setting your expectations. Yes. Yeah. Because because I I I can feel it already of my experience of watching WandaVision, which I loved. Right. It's you know I loved it, but all the speculation of where could this go? How wild can this get? Got me distracted from the actual story they were telling about Wanda and grief. And so I can already hear myself and just like, Oh, what is this going to be? And how wild this is that they're still telling a story. And, and I need to remember that I just got to go in and watch and enjoy the story. It's so fitting that last year, WandaVision was our return to the MCU. Mm-hmm. This year, it is Doctor Strange. If WandaVision is where everybody learned about the pitfalls of expectations and theorizing, Multiverse of Madness feels like it's going to be our first test as a fandom. Oh, yeah. This new, <laughs> in this new way of the MCU. But to uh, to speak more specifically about what you were saying and as far as telling a story, though, uh, I want to transition to what I was talking about being excited about. Um it doesn't feel like WandaVision is going to be an afterthought after all. There's a, there's a scene in particular in the trailer where Wanda says, you know, when I break the rules, I'm an outcast. When you break the rules, you're a hero. That doesn't seem fair. So it really feels like they are pulling from WandaVision in a way that feels meaningful. Mm-hmm. And it's given me a lot more hope than that first trailer did. Oh, yeah. Um, and so not only do I feel like that's playing off what you said as far as appreciating the story that was told in WandaVision, but also looking forward to what the potential of the story here is in Multiverse of Madness. Because based off Wanda's interaction with Strange, uh, Mordo's interaction with Strange, and Strange's interaction with himself of things just got out of hand, it really feels like the theme of this episode, this episode, the theme of this movie is going to be consequences and really leaning into the bill has come due. Yeah. So I'm excited for the ramifications of that story, if that is what they are focusing on, because that's the themes that I'm picking up so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just it's funny. The, uh, you mentioned that what my YouTube is paused on right now is a shot of Scarlet Witch sitting on her knees in the Westview 90s, 2000s version of the house. But then Wanda standing up over her, you know, um, so they're clearly going to wrestle with that somehow. And it's going to be interesting because, like, we already knew there were going to be multiple versions of Strange just based off that first trailer we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, the one we all speculated being from What If, which actually I think might not be the case anymore. Um, I'll get back to that in a second. But um we knew that would be the case with Strange. I didn't know if I knew there would be multiple versions of Wanda, but there definitely seems to be. Like, I think there's at one point where she's fighting with a version of herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about that scene where you see somebody in like an almost Iron Man-esque suit, but uh, actually combating herself. Right. This almost feels like a trailer that you can't spoil. 
because there's just so much going on that there's no way to make heads or tails of, of what what's going on. Well, and it and it's and it's very much a trailer that they could probably throw whatever they want into this trailer. Like, well, let's put it this way. You know how like there's scenes that'll end up in a trailer and it's like, oh, that scene wasn't in the movie. And then sometimes it just gets cut, right? For one reason or another. This one just feels like they can throw whatever they want into this trailer just for the sake of eh, no one knows what's going on anyways. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things that I was so excited about. As much as this trailer is revealing, I still, like, I obviously have hints because I was talking about, like, the theme of consequences and everybody kind of trying to have the bill come due for Strange. I still don't know if I know, like, I can't tell you what this movie is about. Right. And I think that's special about this trailer so far. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I really hope we get out of this movie and and again, I'm just talking about the movie, and I know, I know we're kind of talking about the trailer too, but going from No Way Home, that felt like we're about to get the multiverse, but we really don't. Like he shuts it, or Doctor Strange prevents it at the end, and who knows how going to how that will connect here. What I hope happens, or I hope doesn't happen, let's put it, you can go either way with this. Um, we're getting America Chavez, and I hope this isn't a like shows up from another multiverse at the end, everything settled. America Chavez goes back to her universe and it's a one and done. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the big thing where I feel like, um, this, I, I feel like this movie might be a, have a missed opportunity if they go that way. I can almost feel there's so much of this episode has been speculation, so I I think it's okay at this point, but I'll go ahead and give a warning. This is some comic book knowledge just based off researching who this character is. My understanding is uh, America Chavez is a character who has the ability to jump between multiverses. Yes. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily the same magic that Strange has. It's just a power that's innate to her. I really feel much like, and I'm calling my shot here, much like Wu is the reason Shang-Chi works. I think America Chavez is going to be the key to this movie working. Despite the fact that it's the continuation of WandaVision, the continuation of Stranger's Story, the continuation possibly of Loki, the thing that I think is going to tie this all together is America Chavez. And I would not be surprised if the opening of this movie is featured on establishing her. And mm -hmm. then we pick up where we've left off with familiar characters. Uh, it's the only way that I think I can really reconcile how prominent she's been in the promotional material um, because it feels like she's that vital to the story that you just cannot act, cannot promote this movie without her being in it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm with you there in that if this is the only bit of America Chavez that we see, it will be disappointing. Um, but whenever we did our episode of how important are the Disney Plus shows, we came to this, for lack of a better term, put up or shut up. When it comes to the multiverse, I'm in, I'm firmly in the camp. This is going to be their put up moment. I really think this is going to be, mm -hmm. um, the, the payoff of all the multiverse, um, flirting, I guess is the way I'll put it that they've had in the MCU so far. Uh, Cause I, I just can't see them getting out of it, introducing things like whatever it is, Patrick Stewart is involved with, uh, paying off so many iterations of the same character in one it, movie. Like this is going to be that moment. Um, and I'm willing to risk putting my foot in my mouth for it. Mm -hmm. So what are we thinking? The length of no way home, a little bit shorter infinity war. I'd be okay with a long one. 
I think it would have to be. Do we have any inkling of how long it's going to be? Not yet. That's interesting. Watch it be the shortest entry in the MCU. That'd be funny. You know, it's, and it's because, again, I just recently watched Doctor Strange. I was going I, I was going to text you, like, I'd be comfortable with a minimum of 30 more minutes. It's a two-hour movie. It probably needs a little bit of, like, more expansion of the story. So 30 minutes feels right. Yeah. It would be funny if they come back and it's a shorter one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> is Sam, does, is Sam Raimi known for long movies? Um, not that I'm aware of in terms of length. No. Man, I'm not going to lie. You have kind of brought up something I have not thought about or been concerned about, but man, I, this is the first Marvel movie. I'm actually really concerned about the length. <laughs> Because before it's always just like Eternals is the second longest movie in the MCU. And it's like, okay, cool. And then it's like Spider-Man No Way Home is this long. It's like, okay. But this one is like, I'm going to be actively refreshing like my Marvel news circuits waiting to see how long this one's going to be. Right. Well, it feels like we're wrapping up. Do you have any final thoughts on this trailer? I just want to say I'm really appreciative. I know we already talked about this a little bit when it comes to the visual vocabulary of Doctor Strange. One of the hallmarks, I think, of that first movie is just the way it looked. It like it, it looked like nothing else in the MCU. It really brought in that weird time-bendy magic um, that felt unique. And this feels like the next level of that. And I'm so glad to see how how much it is a continuation of the weird magic, but this time feels a lot more horror influenced, which is funny because Scott Derrickson is definitely a horror director. Um, but there's something that feels so much more moodier about it than previous iterations. And that has me really excited. Well, and it, you know, and it's interesting cause you have, hmm, I, after this movie comes out, I would, I really would want to dive into it a little bit and see if we can see the Scott Derrickson Derrickson um, influence and Sam Raimi's, you know, hand in it, and if we could kind of pull those two apart, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, of course, we'd always love to hear what you thought of the trailer as well. So if you'd like to weigh in uh, with your reactions, make sure you follow us on social media at MCU need to know, uh, both on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we look forward to hearing what you're excited about for Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. And do us a favor, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes, click on the link so you can join us in the discord. Uh, wonderful community. There talks about Marvel, star Wars, all kinds of things, food, pets. Um, make sure you click on the roll assign, Click on the eye emoji, get you access to all the spoiler channels. Uh, the new spoiler channel about to get added very soon, Moon Knight and Multiverse of Madness. And of course, the best thing you can do for us, ratings and reviews and share with a friend. Yeah. We'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work on the SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes as well. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. And Jude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Trey. We'll see you all next week. Uh, I am recording. recording. Dang it. All right. What? Stupid recording. Now you're recording?
Yeah, I'm recording. What happened? No, I got... I'm trying to... to... I've had it work before, so I don't know why it's not working now. Um, Like, my headphones, to where I can hear myself and you. Oh, I got you. But now I have this echo. Uh Uh-oh. Well, take a second if you need to fix it. So why am I getting an echo? Is it something to do with the way your Mac reroutes audio? No, because it's a splitter. Like, my headphones has a splitter, right? So, like, my headphones is plugged into that, and I have one end plugged into the mic and one end plugged into the computer. So I can hear you and myself. So that's why I don't understand why I get the echo. And it's not like the echo because like I can hear my voice outside. You know what I mean? Like it is echoing in my ears. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Hold on. Hi. Test, test. One, two. I don't get it, man. I'm going to just unplug this in. Do you want to restart the setup? Okay. Sounds like you're just throwing the mic out. <laughs> I, I just, quit. I don't need to hear my own voice, damn it. It's <laughs> crapping never... anyways. Um, oh, come on. Hey, now. You're a rock star? No. No, no. What? I'm I'm, pa- I'm, I'm way past any ability to rock. Hey, I'm like, have so, you I, seen Smash Mouth lately? <laughs> look, I am the guy who now sits in my office playing like the Mozart piano playlist while working. Like I've even, oh. I've even gotten away from the lo-fi hip hop beats and just like play straight up Mozart. You are the Marvel villain. It's because it's, it's, it's licensed free music <laughs> to make <sighs> the villain sound distinguished. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, go. Two, three, go. Nice. Okay. Oh, wow. only, took, that. only took two and a half minutes, but okay, we're good. <laughs> I like it. I don't think you've ever done the start of the sink. I don't. Uh-oh. That's that, that, I like that we were prepared for that curveball too. We didn't miss a beat. Did I jinx us? Do we need to like stop and start over? No. Why, why would that jinx us? Okay, I don't know. I've never I think, done it before. I think asking if that jinx us is what jinxes us. Oh, is that how jinxes work? I'm pretty sure they're like the yips. You never talk about them. Oh, oops. My bad. One, two, three, go. Okay, now we're covered both ways. Right. <laughs> awesome. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Uh, so back to business. Did we? Is there anything we need to go over in the outline? 